0: Hey y'all if you're interested in starting a podcast listen up Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere that's what me and Jojo use and it's all in one place for free it's called Spotify for podcasters and here's how it works It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer so no matter what your setup is like you can start creating it today. With Spotify for podcasters you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's free. It's free 99 so go ahead and get started.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh. Hey, y'all. What's poppin'? I know y'all missed us because we had to take a week off. I know. I forgot. I feel like these Mondays just be rolling around. And not that I, I don't be excited to, like, record and shit, because obviously we record prior to Monday because it is a process to record and then to do the damn video and all that. But I'll just be like, shush. what's the next topic? One topic at a time. So, but nonetheless, I'm excited to be here and to give you guys the content you've been waiting for. And we got new mics because we can always improve. So why
0: not get new mics? Yeah. Like, let's do it. Why not? So I'm super happy that we got these new mics. I feel like happy wife, happy life. Obviously, the video is important, like the quality. But I feel like this is a podcast, so we need to really make sure that our audio sounds the best, more than like how we look and
1: and like the quality and all of that. No, we deserve a little upgrade, right? A little something, something. It's crazy because if you think about it, it's been a year and what? A year and nine months eight months since we started we're going we're coming up on two years in january y'all this is crazy to me it is and what you know what one of the things i always remember is um i forget who it was but we had a listener saying like just keep being consistent like your your time is gonna come just keep the consistency um they were like i've listened to a lot of podcasts and have stumbled across new podcasts and one of the things that I can say is that people do not keep the consistency and they fall off, so I can honestly say I think that was one of our main goals this year was to be very consistent. I wish we kept fucking track of how many times we actually missed the episode this year, um, but we try to keep that to a minimal. We know that life happens, so it's not like it's the end of the world if we don't produce one, but all in all, we take a lot of pride and you know want to be better right Um. and like low-key we wanted to we could do
0: a podcast but then at the same time we don't want to give bullshit yeah so it's like if we're not prepared and we're not ready we're not gonna sit here and bullshit yeah so we're just like you know it's not it's it's the quality too so like the quality of your content Mm mm-hmm more, so it'd be a more waste of time. More than the quantity, so it's like we would rather sit here and give you guys good content than sit here and give you bullshit just to be here. You got me. Um, but yeah, that's that's the catch up. This week is um, JoJo's birthday week. How old are you turning? None your business. Tell them. Come on, Why we all know you, I'm listen. getting the
1: oh. I ain't getting that old, y'all. I'm only gonna be 29. 20. Only. Only. <laughs> you know that video? I, you know what I'm talking about because I did a TikTok and it's that audio that's like better pizza, better money, better bitches, better. Well, basically, I have posted that TikTok talking about some, all oh, my friends and family talking about some, oh, you getting old, you close to 30, pop, 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 pop. Well, it's better on this side. So stop talking shit. Is it? It is. Is it? It is.
0: Being an adult is just so tragic to me. It's ghetto. (laughs) Like, it's ghetto. I don't know. I mean, I was always scared of like turning 30. I still got two more years, so it's okay. Because my birthday is obviously also this month. We talked about how we're both Virgos. Mine's is at the end of the month, literally the last day of Virgo season, the first day of fall. You're welcome. You made the cut. Yeah, if y'all want to buy me something, you could. I'm kidding, but I remember I was dating this girl before. This is not part of the podcast episode, and she was thirty, and I was like, I am always making fun of her because of that. Wow, I'm like, wow, you old?
1: How you making fun of somebody who's older, but you're dating someone who's older? I don't know.
0: And she would make fun of me for being young. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it it was like little things, like when I moved into my new apartment. Oh, she's growing up. I was like, so how does this, like, internet shit work? What I got to do? <laughs> Who I got to call? Yeah. And, like, they explain how, like, it depends on where you live and, like, whatever. You don't really have a choice because it really depends on where you live. And I was like,
1: it's the little things, like, that you got to set up for yourself. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Oh no, I'm not worried about being 30 is no different from being in the 20s yeah but like that year this year came and it went what do you think the next year is gonna do it's gonna come and it's gonna go yo in all honesty after I turned 25 it's been like time has literally gone shit after you turn 21 but whatever I gave it to 25 and now I just feel like it's to the point where I literally forget how old I am I'm like I feel like I was just the prior age and now i'm already a new age like i just can't keep up
0: i feel like this year is gonna be good for you why i don't know i think you're starting a new chapter and like completely the future's a little bit blurry for you but mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes good things happen when you least expect it so it's like i think it'll be a year of like self-discovery for you self-discovery is good I agree. And like spontaneously, spontaneous, I don't know how to word it, but like.
1: Isn't it like spontuidity, spontaneity, something yeah, like some that? Like it's that. like
0: sometimes that's good. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know me, I need a plan. Um, But I feel like I know you and you're okay with that. Yeah. For me, I would probably be like stressed. Like what's next? What's going to happen next In prof- in my professional life and like all of that?
1: I think I'm at ease right now and I think that I'm just trying to enjoy that um state of mind mm-hmm. and because we're always going to be at a point where we're worried about something right. there's always going to be a point in our life whether it's something at home whether it's a re- you know your relationship with your friends your family your partner or your career like it's always going to be something to worry about but I don't know I think in the last couple years I've been like very grounded and um just trying to find peace and like what I have and just being optimistic about like what I can have or what can come so like I said I'm at ease right now I'm chilling yeah but I am here for the spontaneous shit and um I think I'm gonna be all right I think things are gonna be good I would agree that this year I'm not gonna say it's gonna be my year I feel like everybody says that shit right but I think, like you said, it will be a year of self-discovery for sure. hmm But that's enough about me. Um, Anything else you want to share before we get into today's episode? Um, So I went out the other day.
0: It's so funny because I feel like I always have a story about how I go out. Mm-hmm. And I always be like, I'm not drinking anymore.
1: I was not there, y'all.
0: She wasn't there because... It's Virgo season and she has two best <laughs> friends who literally have the same birthday and my sister's birthday. So Everybody's it was like, birthday. I was smart. like, you know, I have to chill with my sister. So we went out to this spot in Clifton called, in Clifton, New Jersey called Made in Miami. I never been to it, but I heard it's popping. So we were celebrating my sister's birthday and we got there, whatever. And like, there was this couple, I could tell it was a gay couple. And you know when you feel somebody looking at you? Mm-hmm. I felt that, but then I was like, it's in my head.
1: Yeah.
0: You're cocky. She thinks she's
1: a star. You're
0: cocky. So nobody's not. looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, whatever. Um, so I'm sitting down waiting for our table, and then this girl comes up to me. And she was like, oh my God, I just want to say that I love you. I was like, oh my God, do you listen to the podcast? She was like, yeah. Um, she gave me a hug. It was so nice. Like, we ended up taking a shot. And I was like, we're not even in a gay place, and someone noticed me, so I was very hyped about that. I was like, mm, stop it, you're playing with me. But she was so nice and so sweet, and just kept saying how like she loves the podcast. And I was like, I wish JoJo was here so you could like um, meet her. But I really love when people say hi to me, and like, don't be shy. Like we're regular people, so like we're always gonna welcome you with like open arms. And like, I also went out. Maybe two weeks prior to that, and we went to this spot in Hoboken, in the pier. And then someone messaged me, and I saw it like way later. And they were like, "I thought I saw you in the pier, Um, but I didn't say hi." And I was like, "And you should (laughs) have."
1: I was very drunk that day, though. She was um, done up. She was absolutely embarrassing herself
0: for sure. (laughs) So if you saw me, like, thank you for not saying hi. Living living my best life. No. (laughs) Um. But yeah, that's what the summer is about. Yeah, having fun. That part. Because next thing you know, we're gonna be depressed because
1: stuck inside. <laughs> because the time change. Depression. Are we still
0: doing this time change thing? They need to stop it. Okay, I don't know. you're asking the wrong person. And it gets dark at like 4 p.m. Once fall and winter come around, and I don't like it. She's over it. But I
1: love fall, so it is what
0: it is. That part. But let's get into today's topic.
1: All right, y'all. So. Today we're gonna to talk about non-negotiables, and for some of you, I, I'm not really one for non-negotiables. But you know, you grow up and you figure it out. Anyway, so everybody wants this idea of a perfect relationship, perfect person. We all know that doesn't exist. You, it's a give or take. Um, but nonetheless, when I feel like when we do get into situations where we give people a chance and we're open to a relationship with someone. Uh, we kind of lose our shit and don't set boundaries basically. And that's kind of what non-negotiables are in a way. They're those boundaries that you set um, in a relationship or with your friends and family to basically not get kicked in the ass, right? Not letting people walk all over you and having that sense of respect for you. And basically those non-negotiables are like a no, like, how do you say that? it's damn like a no-fly zone yeah like it's just like no we're this is not up for discussion this is not up for debate kind of like a boundary yeah but it's just it's it's not you're not willing to change it for anybody yeah it's like not i mean not that non-negotiables can't be changed but it's on your term you know
0: yeah but i also feel like Sometimes there's, like, non-negotiables and sometimes, like, you have to be, like, um, how do you call it? Like, you have to be, you have to compromise some things.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But I think that that's also with the, the, the idea of boundaries. Of course. I mean, I feel like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But somebody did ask us that. We had a listener had commented, I think, on YouTube and was like, hey, what do you guys think about non-negotiables? Tell us what's up. What were we watching? when we were thinking the same thing. We were like, damn, like I never thought about that. Like we've talked about boundaries before. Um and how like it it's beneficial to to yourself.
0: I think we're watching
1: the Ultimatum. Maybe. And one of them wants to live in the city. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that too. Yeah I could think of. Yeah. Well anyway, so I figured, all right, let's let me see what I can find. Because essentially when we got together, I don't wanna say that we necessarily stated oh this is non-negotiable i mean i feel like you had some things that you were pretty adamant and and strong about um but it was never presented like this is this is all or nothing maybe one thing <laughs> imagine
0: and, if imagine if like
1: i would have said that though i mean at some point you did but within time it wasn't like first date this is what i want you can't handle it you can't give it let me know I'm out. I'll leave, I'll leave my not. portion of the That's check. I'm not trying to scare you off. Yeah. You're definitely trying to be nice. It was COVID. What other options did you have? <laughs> <laughs> nah. So according to hellorelish.com, never heard of that. But they gave 10 examples of general non-negotiables for couples, right? This goes for any couple. One is non-excessive jealousy. That, like, crazy, toxic-ass jealousy where it's, like, if you're talking to someone, that's not me. If you're friend making new friends that aren't friends that I already know. Like, crazy, crazy nut-butt shit, yeah. Crazy,
0: like, I feel like I can definitely agree with that. But I want to, like, specify how this relates to, like, lesbian relationships. Okay, so I used to date somebody. Who literally would get so jealous with any guy. Mm-hmm. That I had a friend.
1: A, a bit low-key. I don't want to say that. I it. had a
0: friendship with. Mm-hmm. Or like they were a co-worker. I'm like, not every guy wants me. Like, I get that guys aren't shit. Some of them. But it's just like, I could have friendships with men. And, yeah. just and it could it just be, just a be a platonic. Friendship. Right. And I've been lucky enough that I have had that. Where like, I've had friendships with guys. Where it was like, this. we're literally friends. Like, they've
1: never tried anything. Like, it was like... Don't get it fucked up, though. If you were to give them the opportunity, they would take it. Maybe so. Na- no, maybe. That. They are taking it. But it's They like- might not press you mm-hmm. because they've accepted the idea of we're platonic. I can respect that. But if you throw that shit, they are picking that shit up. Right. But
0: it's like they never
1: brought well, it up first. Right, 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 right. So don't get crazy. No, but no like
0: no. this person was like... Okay, so I have a, a small short story. We were on vacation... And they had gone to the bathroom. We were in a gay gay club. While they were at the bathroom, I was waiting for them upstairs. And this gay guy comes up to me, and we're literally having a conversation. Mm -hmm. She she comes up. It was the biggest argument. Like, she was so pissed. And I'm like, you know, he's gay, right? He was like, she was like, he could be bi. And I'm like, but what do you want me to do? Like, it's like, you left me, um, you're at the bathroom, I'm by myself, we're just having a conversation. Like, it was truly just a conversation. Yeah. And like, that shit ruined the whole night. Like, it turned into like, that, that was one of the worst nights of my life.
1: That's just crazy to me, because it's like, why take your partner out in public then? Why be in social settings if you if you don't plan or uh, want your partner then drag to be me social? In the ba-
0: drag me in the bathroom with you if you don't want me to talk to nobody, but then- but then at that, like I'm a very social person, mm-hmm. so for for me to be in that situation, like no, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Like I should have conversation with people, and let let it, and like you should trust me enough, where it's like you know that if he was to ever try something, I will turn him down. Yeah. Are you crazy? I told you I'm here with my partner, and like I feel like the conversation was literally just a conversation. There was no flirting. But literally that turned into one of the worst nights of my life. And you know you know the full story. But some people can
1: be a little delulu.
0: I was like when I was thinking of non negotiables, that was like one of my that was actually my number one. The jealousy, especially with men, needs to be at a minimum. Mm-hmm. Please. Like.
1: So do you think that men were more like in your experience that men were more jealous than women or vice versa? Or equally the same? Women are definitely way more jealous than men. Like
0: men, they be jealous, but I feel like they hide it, mm. or they try to hide it, or they try to be funny, things like that. Or like they'll get very like uh, quiet and like like a mood shift. Yeah, like a mood shift. But will say shit. But women, they they would literally flip Light a table. The they'll fuck up. flip a table, fighting might get physical. Like it's like OD sometimes, and that
1: that difference is like is so tragic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think like women are not not just women but like sense of possession is like oh for sure because i feel like guys can be pretty possessive and like
0: i feel like that's like natural for women too like i'm not gonna lie i could be jealous too but i've noticed that like women even straight women could be jealous of like their friends having other girlfriends Mm -hmm. like i'm your only friend i don't Or, like, I'm your that. main friend. Like, you met her after me. Like, they will get, like, like petty like that. And in my past... I, true. In my past, I ha- I have been like that. I'm like, who is this girl? Like, don't forget about me. <laughs> don't forget about me. Stop. So, like, you know, I feel like women are just, like, more jealous, like, naturally.
1: Yeah. But That's some, wild. Sometimes y'all be doing too much. Stressing yeah, me the I fuck out. I don't fuck with that excessive jealousy shit. I mean, not to say, like you know, like you said, we all have a sense of like that urge, to not urge, but like that feeling of jealousy um, mostly because we create shit in our head especially when we think that the person is attractive so we feel a little threatened yeah. all in all I don't think I've ever been in a position to where I'm like, nah, go ahead talk to to homegirl or like you know, like really lighting your ass on fire yeah. but I have had fire under my ass, I've had girls sit here and Be like, oh nah, you can go talk to your new bitch, or like, oh nah, wrong bitch, like you're not talking to me, or you know, all those little shady remarks, and I want to be mad, and it ruins the whole, like you said, the whole evening, the whole mood, and it's just like, even friends, like, I, the person that I've dated was mad because of the people that I was friends with, or if I made any new friends, it was like it was an issue, like if they ain't been around, then, and it's just like, okay, wait, no, but like to be a devil's advocate though, like.
0: Like, when your partner has, like, these new friends out of nowhere, and they're gay, it's questionable sometimes. And the other thing, when (sighs) alcohol gets involved, sometimes you literally cannot control yourself. Right. Because I've been there. And it's like, I don't even know what advice I could give. Just don't drink? No, because it's, like, it's unrealistic for you Mm. to just never drink. I mean... Not that it's unrealistic. There's people that are, like, sober. But you got me. Like, you should be able to have one or two drinks and be okay. And, like, I don't know. Maybe, like, therapy or, like, just talking to your partner before you go out. Like, we know how you get. Like, please, like, let's make sure it's a good night. Like, if you ever feel some type of weight, like, tell me. And, like, we'll talk about it. Right, But, like, I get that sometimes people drink and, like, they truly just this, this like, switch is just, like, oh, fuck, like, not you looking at my girl. Like, nah, like, you get me? Mm-hmm. Like, I get that point, but at the same time, something needs to change. Mm-hmm. Because your girlfriend, like, y'all can't always go out and, like, have this issue. You get me? Yeah. um Just speaking from, like, experience, but, like I said, I've also been that person. And then after that, like, we'll talk and mm-hmm. be like, what the fuck happened? What was it that, like...
1: Flip the switch. Flip the
0: switch for you that night. Yeah. And like, in my experience, when I was telling you the story about the girl who got mad because I was talking to a guy, I really wanted to talk right then and there because I noticed they were upset. I said, let's talk. Like, I literally was like. Wow, that's surprising. I was. Yeah, because I knew how they were. I knew Mm -hmm. how they were. So So if I
1: was flipping tables and shit, we would talk right then and there? Yeah. All right. Thank but you. like, I knew how thank they. Thank you for letting me know. I knew
0: how they were, and I was like a little bit scared of how they would react.
1: Because you were in public, or Cause just we, in we were in
0: public, and I just knew she has some mental health issues. Okay. Like, I'm not saying that to make fun of her. It was like tr- like actively on meds and shit like that. So I was like actively working to like try to like calm her down, and nothing was working, and it was like I was helpless. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes you. Y'all gotta work together. I feel like if you're on the other side, and you know your partner gets like this, sometimes you really just gotta be like, okay, let me sigh and just be like, okay, let's talk, let's sit down, like, please, what's bothering you? And it's frustrating because you feel like you're, you feel like you're like always the one that has to fix things. But I don't know, like I don't know what else you could do to like make things smooth when you go out and like not have jealousy.
1: Yeah, we ever went out and I made you jealous. <sighs> I wouldn't
0: say jealous, it was more like annoying. Like I was like you're doing too so much. I'm the life of the party, y'all. And she think that that's a lot. Was well, when you're sober and everyone around you is drunk. It could be everyone. I mean, but that's as expected. I know, How do but you it could be annoying. Into
1: social areas where people are socially drinking, yeah. And then...
0: I know, but it's just like sometimes it could just be annoying, mm. like these And like you and my sister together are like a trip. <laughs> <laughs> like going, we going, are going, out, a grand old going time. out with both of y'all, and I'm like not like a Didi or whatever. It's just like oh my gosh, like. But then I think about it, and I'm like, I feel like if we were all drunk, it would be a shit show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't
1: know. Mm-mm. Well, there you have it. She doesn't get jealous over me. I don't. I um, saw, I just said I do. Number two. <laughs> um, Passion for your own interests. That is a non-negotiable that's necessary to have. People get together and they're just in la-la land, you know, um, which happens with everyone, especially lesbians we again like I've said before I feel like a female bond is just so like I don't know we just bond differently and it's heavily and it's just like we're just in one another's orbit at all times that we forget about like ourselves and the people that we have at home outside of our relationship you know so keeping those interests that you had before or creating new interests Um, Even after you're in those relationships. Number three is mutual respect. Now, respect means, according to this article, that you have a deep admiration for someone's qualities, abilities, and achievements. I I agree
0: with that. That's like major. Yeah. comes with like having the same values, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, There's nothing worse being in a relationship where you're really not respected.
0: Can you give an example of that?
1: Of what? I
0: can give an example for you. You used to date this girl. And you were really trying to go into like the military. And I feel like they weren't respecting your vision and your goals at that time. And kind of like... Asking you to not do that. And it's like... I feel like you can't tell someone what they can and can't do. You could have an opinion on it. But I feel like in that instance... You were so in love with this person that you were like, "I'm just gonna do whatever to make them happy." You got me. Yeah, and it's like they weren't really respecting your thought process in that moment.
1: Yeah. Um. Wow. First of all, I'm actually really shocked that she brought that up. Um, I'm like, who the fuck are you talking about? And then I was like, oh yeah okay i
0: mean regardless if you weren't taking it seriously or not still it was still, it was very like, yeah. you got to support your partner with whatever decision they want to make especially when it comes to professional stuff and like i get the military is like a complicated thing like some people are all for it some people are all against it yeah i actually think there's a lot of pros to it yeah a, a lot of pros to it so i don't see you could write a pros and cons list like it's like let them decide yeah give your opinion but tell them i think you should do a pros and cons list of like why this is a good decision or it's not.
1: Yeah. And I think that, well, number four is support. And I think that that also coincides with one another, the respect and the support, because it's like, like you said, I, you know, I was young. So for me, it was just like doing the things necessary to where my partner was happy, made me happy. So it was like, I needed to do those things, you know, that made her comfortable. Um, so I kind of neglected myself in certain areas and aspects, but, um, I do think like having that support is necessary because, you know, like you said, not everyone has the same vision and it's like to know that your partner doesn't support you, even if it's just, you know, something that you envision for a hot second. Oh, it might change. It doesn't matter. It's just like, Most times I just want to know that like, all right, even if it's not going to happen or it's not something that I'm a whole hundred percent, like I want your opinion on it. And most times I feel like support needs to be like that positive feedback. I get wanting to be realistic and be like, well, let's really talk about it. And that's okay. But I think when people have those conversations about, well, let's really talk about the reality of it, it's always the negative reality. And it's not like the well, this is the upside to it, you know, like, just be uplifting, it's already, it's, especially because, like, I'm a person who's always in my head, so, like, I'm constantly thinking of, like, just anything, really, all day, you can ask her, I have a hard time sleeping at night, and it's just because, like, this shit don't shut up, my head is just on go at all times, so I think I'm constantly thinking of ways, and she's the same way, of, Ways to improve not only ourselves, but our relationship, our, like, profession, our platform. Um, and sometimes it's, like, I need to bounce ideas and shit off of her. And just having that sense of, like, oh, I'm being heard is a sense of supportiveness for me. So, I don't know. I just think that that's important. And that goes along with being respected. Because it's, like, oh, like, you hearing what I'm saying? And I feel valued. Yeah. I get that. And some of these non-negotiables, I feel like, are, like,
0: common sense are and are, like, mm-hmm. a given. But sometimes you're in this position and you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. That you're giving up a non-negotiable that you said that you wasn't going to negotiate. <laughs> yeah. You got me? And I, and I think this is so important with the mutual respect and support. Because I've seen so many couples, regardless of straight, gay, whatever, where... They're like, well, I want to go to this college, but like, they don't want me to. Like, they want me to stay home, or like, no, girl, do do what you gotta do. Like, do what you wanna do. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, like, they, you, if you really want to be in this relationship, it would work out. Cause lesbians do yeah. the whole long
1: distance thing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, what does support look like in that manner? Okay, you don't wanna be, the, you don't wanna be with me because I'm gonna be too far or I'm gonna be away for long period at a yeah. time. So you feel like that's not beneficial to you because you don't have me physically here. Then I guess
0: we got to break up because it's yeah. like this is clearly not going to work out,
1: right? And I'm not saying like long distance is for everyone. That's the example that we gave. Long distance isn't for everyone, and that's fine. That's okay. Um be upfront about that. But all in all, I also think like if you really, you know, respect your partner, respect your relationship and love the love that you're in, you're at least going to try. Try. You know, it's not saying like, oh, it's going to work. But it's like, let's give this a go. Let's sit down and uh, figure out how this could work. Like, what does it look like for you and for me and making it, you know? But people just rather give it up than try. Yeah, I think that's pretty garbage. But it is what it is. Number five is honesty. I think that that's a given. Again, like she said, majority of these examples that we're going over are general. Like, they're anyone will consider them literally the bare minimum at this point.
0: Yes, but then it's like they're in this situation and they totally forgot. Yeah. yeah. This was, I thought this was your non-negotiable. What happened?
1: Yeah. Right. Because, you know, you bend a little bit for your partner sometimes. But what can we say? But yep honesty, being truthful, you know, just trusting your partner enough to be like, I can have this conversation with you, or we can build up to the point where we can have conversations where I don't have to hide anything or, um, you know, like just revert from the absolute truth. Um, I, I feel like I pretty much tell you just good amount of everything um mostly because I just like to keep that open line of communication and I don't know I don't usually have really much to hide and it's just like I usually want to bounce ideas off of her or just like you know see like what her thoughts or perspectives are on certain things so you know and that's not to say that's funny because I was thinking about when people were doing that TikTok where it was like, "Oh yeah, you telling me a secret? Okay, it's just between me and you." And then it's like the partner. That's not. That's not what I'm saying when I'm talking about being honest and being truthful. You know? No, Jojo, I'm not out here telling people's business. No, Jojo, you're you're like very thing about that, which is cool. Yeah. And like I don't
0: like you don't like you don't be telling me all your friends' businesses, mm-hmm. and that's totally respectable. And like I don't care yeah like you're very you're very good with that but i also feel like you have so many friends that it's like it's always something new
1: that you find out i feel like yeah um i feel like if you told me you told me but i'd be
0: telling you things
1: yeah (laughs) but again like if you told me you told me you know and that's our conversation unless it's like something like obviously not secret wise but uh i just don't because sometimes I feel like and I've been in situations where it's just like oh I might have like let the cat out the bag and then it's just it comes to bite me in the yeah. so I'm like it's really one of those situations where you damn if you do and damn if you don't but um I just like to keep my hands yeah. out of things so I just shut the fuck up uh, if you don't want to tell me don't tell me like I'm not gonna push you I'm not gonna push yeah. you well, yes, keep it honesty. Number six is accepting and appreciating differences. That is a big one. I think that when we get into relationships, we really want to be the same and we connect off the you know, the idea of us being the same and sharing those similarities that we kind of neglect our differences. And then when you're kind of like furthering in the relationship, those differences start to show. Those differences start whoa, those differences start to become um visible to your partner and now it becomes a like "Mm, you're that's not what you showed me that's not what you've been you know and it just gets weird i think that when we started i definitely had some differences um and it it was a little troublesome for a little bit with us and you know it's we're not the same in all kinds of ways and i still think we realize or we continue to realize how we can differ from each other um and at first it used to bother me because I was like oh my god like now you're just nitpicking at me type shit um but I don't know I think slowly but surely you're becoming more acceptive. and I think like I try to become more accepting of you because I also want be accepted in my differences um and that's still a work in progress yeah i think that's always kind of going to be a work in progress
0: um yeah because what are we going to do change our personality
1: yeah and that's one thing like i don't like i've been there i've done that and we've talked about it when we first started dating it's like i don't want to like i'm going to do the things necessary for this to work and to show respect and you know to your boundaries and your ideas of what you want from this relationship. But at the end of the day, I don't want to like, you know, disfigure myself and completely change to the point where it's like, I'm back in that just for you type of relationship. Yeah. Um, but I do think that that's necessary in appreciating your partner's differences and accepting it. Um, that's not saying they need, you know, you need to accept the off the wall shit, but, I think just getting an idea of like oh well you know why is your thought process like this or why do you like to do these things you know and just be like all right that's cool I have seen this like tweet that said
0: there's always one person um who forgets their toothpaste and always one person who like brings extra mm-hmm. and they always seem to go on a trip together
1: and I feel, <laughs> I feel like that's us yeah who, who forgot the toothpaste i definitely i didn't forget it i didn't bring it because i know that she was gonna have it oh look at yeah, that look yeah, at that one, yeah. one day i'm gonna forget you are and, we, and i'm gonna be gonna have stinky breath all day that's all right i <laughs> we'll just rinse some water call it a day i ain't kissing kissin nobody but you ew <laughs> uh number seven is the sense of humor which we just had we just showed you're welcome um, I think that is essential. Very essential. Very fucking essential because I'm all play play. And while she's not that play play, she still has a sense of humor. We found what works for us, what that humor is, how we can share it. Um most times it's talking shit. And that's that. But it is important to have that in a relationship because who wants to be with a fucking dry person all the time? Come on. Yeah, lighten up. I'd have more fun with your grandma. <laughs> Come oh, on. My
0: grandma is funny,
1: though. I know. <laughs> anyway, your aunt is hilarious. Um, Number eight is family relationship. That's a fucking big one. That's a big one. But I'm going to talk about that.
0: Number Major. nine,
1: share goals for the future. I think that is essential as well. That should be an non-negotiable because, like... Who wants to be with someone who doesn't want to fucking get married? Some of y'all do it. You think you could change the person, but let's be fucking realistic. Uh, And lastly, open-minded. I
0: hate people who like when when I think about open-minded, I think about people who like order chicken nuggets. (laughs) Open up your palate, like please eat something different. Let's try it. Talking about. I don't like I don't like that. I don't like that. I didn't like it. Like, it's like you didn't like it when you were five and you probably had a stomach ache. Try it now. Please be open-minded. We need to go on trips
1: and try new food. Trust me, I do not eat chicken nuggets. No, I'm not talking about you. I know. But I agree. It's like people who I think that's based off of experience just and try what it. you learn at home. You know, you think, oh, I already know everything. I learned it at home. I learned it when I was in school and then they're they're just not. Receiving of new things, new experiences, new yeah. information—like it's just you can be. I, I don't know that I like to use the word open-minded. Like I, I guess that's what you can say. But I, I just want to. For me, it's just being more receptive of things. You know, just actually receiving it and not. It's okay. You don't have to understand it, or ex. I don't know. I don't want to say accept it, but you could be open-minded and be like, all right. Let me listen to understand. But I at the end of the day I don't have to agree to it. That's that's just me. Um uh, got your own fucking idea of open open minded, but yeah. whatever. Um so that was the ten general ones that I got. Now I want your non
0: negotiables. Okay, so before people go crazy um you're gonna go bananas some of my non-negotiables are also like just like um how do you say it like turnoffs. so like if you do any of these it's no shade to you it's just a turn-off to me yeah <laughs> okay let's see
1: how many are you gonna say um uh, 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 i'm really only got nine and most of them are kind of like, well, we All right, I have nine on. too.
0: Sorry. Yeah, some of them. So number one, like no excessive jealousy. Like I can't, I can't with that. Like you're about to stress me out. Um, number two, exes should be out of the picture. Mm-hmm. But I say that with a grain of salt because I've known that you've dated people you're circle with, which is one. But I love them as a person. And I wouldn't consider them an ex. So it's like, yeah, me. Nee. Great area. And you know what it is? It's just like, there's there's just some exes that don't get it. You know? Like, it's yeah. like, they broke up with you. They don't want you. Move on. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like, they don't know how to move on. Um, no, Number three is honesty. I just hate people who lie. Like, pathological liar. Lying about, like, the smallest things. Please, God. Like, I can't. Number four... I need someone who has, like, shared goals and ambitions for the future, which I feel like that we have. Number five is the smile for me. Politics. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I think there's a difference between being a Republican and actually liking Donald Trump. If you like him as a person, I just can't. No, because we just always gonna argue about things and I'd rather just no. That's it. Um <laughs> number six is independence. I feel like just like someone who can set healthy boundaries with you when it comes to like setting time apart, someone who has like their own hobbies, I think that's important. Um number seven. If you smoke cigarettes, there's like no way. <laughs> it, there's no way that I would date you. It just stinks too so much. And That's like, so wild. Related but not related. Like if you have to smoke weed like three times a day, we're not gonna work
1: out. Mm.
0: If you do it maybe once or whatever, okay, maybe. But I just personally it's a turn off to me. That's mm-hmm. all because I feel like someone who does it every day, I feel like they're kind of escaping something. But if you drink every day, you you're an alcoholic, right? I don't know. The lines are blurred there a little bit. And I feel like there's just something that you're escaping from. And I would love for you to be present and be sober. Let's have a fucking conversation where you're not high. Um, don't don't catch feelings now. Like, I hope people don't get upset about that. All right, number eight. Also kind of like a turn off because some people might disagree. I would never date someone who's a pillow princess. You wouldn't date a femme. No, what do you mean by that? You said you wouldn't date a femme. I, I don't it's know. No, I don't think so. I think my my mind has changed about that. <laughs> not all femmes are pillow princesses, but I thought yeah. that they were. Because I'm not. Um. All right, the last one. Um. I added this one here because I remember this was like a major one for me. Someone that doesn't cook and has no eager to learn. Ain't no way I'm going to be cooking every meal. No.
1: Have you dated someone who's never cooked?
0: Guys, yeah. I mean, A lot of guys don't cook.
1: Yeah, I have no
0: eager to learn. Like, Let's it, be clear.
1: I'm the chef in this fucking house.
0: I cook too, though. Don't get crazy. She
1: cooks. Yeah. But I'm the chef in the house. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I, I couldn't... She's the husband bringing I, home the bread and I'm just the house. But slave. like, it's like,
0: think about it though. Like, It's like, imagine having to cook every single day. For your partner and the kids. Damn. I mean, unless you love it and that's your shit and you a chef or whatever, <laughs> good for you. But count me out. Count me out of that.
1: Jeez. I feel like a lot of my non negotiables kind of are the same. Um. So, excuse me if I fucking repeat some of them. <laughs> so, my first one was a good family connection.
0: Oh, I didn't add that. I think that that was
1: absolutely necessary um, because I come at least for for me, I come from a really good family. Um, family is important to me. And can I interrupt you? Sure.
0: I think the reason why I didn't add that is because I feel like there's something about being gay, and you're sometimes like their family just is not gonna accept it. Mm-hmm. There's just always going to be some drama around that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if that's the case, what are you going to do? Because they're trying, but their family's just not budging. Mm-hmm. So it's like, of course I don't have a relation with my family. Like, they don't accept me. Mm-hmm. So I i have dated people who have had poor relations with their family, but then it's like, well, I have such a good relationship with my family that I guess, like...
1: You can have my family. Right,
0: like, they can... We can all share this together because yeah. my family is going to accept you. So I feel like there's like a gray line in there.
1: But, okay, so for me, it's not about, you know, if your family doesn't accept you because of your sexuality, that's understandable. But I've dated people who've had just poor family connection. And you know what? I I don't blame them. I don't, I mean, essentially, I've still dated people. You know, you don't have to have the greatest family connection. But I feel like people who come from, Just that disconnect with their family because of whatever, you know, fighting or just not agreeing on shit and um, certain type of abuses like that makes sense. But it's like they hold on to that shit. Like, I don't know how to say it. It's just like. They was put the blame. It's, it, yeah, it's just like the biggest burden. And I don't know. I've like I said, I've dated people who didn't have the greatest family connection. And like you said, I was like, you know, that's fine. I have a good family. my family's accepted people before, like it's not a problem. I've been very sharing of my family. And then I realized, like, for what? Because it doesn't matter. They're always gonna want their own family. And I don't blame them for that. Um, but I also think like It's, it, it just depends on the person because some can get away from that and can accept life outside of that. And some people can't, I feel like the people that I have dated who had that type of relation, like shitty relationship with their family, it, it was always like a, it always came back to that. And it was like, it was like an excuse of their behavior and why they were the way that they were. You know, it was never like, okay, this has happened. I'm, I'm moving through it. I'm learning through it. I'm, you know, seek therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, especially if I'm fucking dragging my ass along the ground to help you, like I want to help, you know, and it's just, I don't know. I've, I just have been very unseen in situations like that um number two is adventurous and willing to create new experiences not a homebody not a homebody i spent too much time in the house i told you i was not a rebel um ain't play that shit so i, mean, I want to go out I and i want to experience my life. <laughs> to an extent to an extent i, I feel like that and i know. never fucking stay home i'm about to say like let's really talk about it how many times have you come on here and you was like i was out last week i was out this past weekend i was we are far from homebodies. We can be when we know that we don't want to go out, but we're very far from homebody, sweetheart. I be trying to be a homebody. And it's just always Yeah, but then it's like when you want to be, when you, <laughs> I feel like when you actually are, you're just like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, let's, like, let's like, go right, on. I've been in you. here too long. Yeah. <laughs> so that was number two. Number three is quality time, and being present. Um... I don't know. I think quality time, like quality time for me is just that, that um it's like a security for me of being seen and being like, I don't know. I Like, I just want your attention. And I'm not saying I need to have that all the time, but it's just like, I want you to be right here with me. And I think I kind of get that from my dad, because my dad used to do that with us when we were younger. He used to be like, come come, sit down and watch TV with me. Meanwhile, he's fucking watching History Channel. I don't want to watch this shit. That shit cracked me up when your mama <laughs> tell me that. Yeah, like, I don't want to watch this shit. I'm going to go see what mommy doing in the kitchen cooking, smoking and put, a cigarette. Nove- I'm going to go stand with her. Put a novella
0: on, and I'll sit with you.
1: And I really used to. I used to watch TV with my mom, but when this man talk about something, let me watch History Channel and the news. You lost me, bro. You lost I'll me. fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, being present, I think that that that's a thing for me because you know, I mean, we're getting older, we're losing time, and I think I'm just becoming more appreciative of quality time. Um, number four is individuality. I feel like you said this. I didn't. Um, no, you didn't. What do you mean? No, by I that? thought it was kind of, kind of just like having time outside having of a your relationship. relationship. Yeah, having hobbies, still having those interests, friends. I've been with people who don't have friends and I'm not saying I always had friends. I recently up until the last couple of years have grown my friend community, but before I didn't have too many. Um, so I know what it's like to be the only person with no friends and having a partner who has all the friends. And then you just feel weird. Cause like you're either invited or you're not. I don't have a lot of friends. Yeah. But you have friends. It's not a lot.
0: You it's, can make some more.
1: It's all about quality over well, quantity. Correct. I don't, right. I just, I got lucky with the amount of friends that I have. Because like I said, I've never had so many friends growing up. I've had a few. But. People love you. In the last couple years. Right. So, um. but I think that having those things that keep you feeling yourself. Right is essential to the relationship. Because now you come back, you miss me. You've had your own day without me. You've had, you know, and you're still able to give into the interests that if I don't like them or I don't enjoy, you were able to be in that space with people who do enjoy it.
0: Yeah, they should have at least one good friend. Mm -hmm. Someone that they could
1: go out with. Yes. You know, other than you. Right. Number five is jealousy. Because... Again, bitches are crazy. I don't want to say bitches. Women are crazy. We could be jealous. I don't deny it at all. But I've never been the crazy jealous type. But I've experienced some crazy ass jealous women. So that was like a no more. Like if I'm going to get away from this toxic shit, I do not want that excessive jealousy shit.
0: Oh, share a story. What has been excessive for you?
1: Other than me. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't know. I don't have a a straight up example.
0: General, I guess.
1: I don't know. I just used to have one chick who literally did not like anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. told me that. Any fucking body. I played basketball. I'm on a women's basketball team. Like these are my teammates. Uh huh. She didn't like that. And I talked to one, and you're like, "That's your bitch." Oh yeah. Well, you could fucking go. You can go with her. Did she think that shit was cute? Like, I guess. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't. It's exhausting. No. Yes. I don't know. I've just had many situations. Um. Outside of that, though. Um, number six is disrespectful, derogatory language towards your partner when upset. Oh, that's wild. I've been called a bitch. Oh, Lord. I've I've been told fuck you to your face. Wild shit. That's that toxicity. I
0: find that word so disrespectful. Bitch? No, like fuck you. Like, I'm like, whoa. Like, I think that's like, I don't know what it is about it that I'm just like, and I've been told that too.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just, like, like,
0: on, like, some, like... Like, I feel like it's also the way you say it. Mm-hmm. You could be like, fuck you. But, like, fuck you with your finger in my face? What are you going to do? Hitting with the just a finger? finger or, like, the middle finger? No, it's just the finger. Because but like, I'm giving you the fucking middle finger. I have never done that. Have I? Nah. I think, damn, like, what's the hatred? Like, I, don't, I just find this so, like...
1: I can understand that when you're in the moment, in the heat of the moment, you're just like, fuck it. Let yeah, it like if you're
0: like, have car rage, I guess, like, you know, you're driving, someone's being an asshole, you're like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You got the middle finger up. But like saying it to your partner, yeah, I just find that so.
1: Oof. It's like, that's serious. Like, you meant that. Again, I've been in situations where I've been fucking talked to, however. And, you know, again, if you, depending on the household you come from, you see that you think that that's regular um oh, even yeah. for some people it's just like oh well i mean i could say fuck you in a funny way and some people don't take that as funny they take that personally um cuz like i've come from and just like she's saying like she's seen some of my friendships where it's like a little aggressive but it's just like that's our that's just our relationship that's kind of like I show our love. yeah that's our humor that's our right way we show love um like i call my friends bitches I'll be like, bitch. That's not Type shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But other than that, like towards a partner, I've been in a situation where I've been talked to however fucking kind of way you would think I was her child. Um. And I allowed it because I respected, the, not respected, but I understood the fact that I know you're angry. You're in the moment. I'm going to let you have it. And then it just became a regular thing. And then it was just like, nah, like I don't deserve to be disrespected like that. Yeah, because exactly when I did enough. it, when I was mad enough to the point where I fucking said it, it was the worst thing that had ever happened. It was the worst. It was held over my head literally for ever. Could not let it go. And I was like, that's really crazy. I don't like how like, you know, you flip the shoe and then you're the worst person in the world. Right. Right. Like, if, so, you, if you do it, it's okay. But if right. I do it, it's the end of the world. Exactly. And that really that's, used to happen probably- to me. And I'm like, are you for fucking real? This is, like, I'm such a, like, I try to, like, give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, let you have it and, like, be understanding about it. But I feel like I never get that reciprocation. So, I would just rather not. Um, number seven is driven and motivated. I think I'm fairly driven and motivated because knowing my background and where I come from, I obviously want to be more um, than where I've came from. And I obviously want to make my parents happy and proud of me. Um, So I think that that's, that's kind of a given. Yeah. Um, And to have someone who's also like that and shares that sense of motivation and drive, who knows what you can do together and separately. So I think that that's necessary. Um, Number eight is shared family values. I think you said that. Um, It just makes for easier family gathering. Literally, (laughs) like I'm, I'm really, I'm the furthest thing from beef, y'all. I don't want fucking drama, especially when I'm coming home to my family. Like that's one thing I really want. Like. Uh, but don't let it fuck get it like don't let it get fucked up though my family is good but you know sometimes they argue yeah well any family argues right you, you see mine ain't uh, any like precious <laughs> um number nine is supportive and that was actually gave the example earlier i've been in a situation where i didn't have such a supportive um partner at the time and it was just like you know it always came back to like their needs and what they were willing to accept or do and shit like that. Yeah. So I think it was important for me to find someone who was supportive. Um, and you know, here I am long and behold, I found my person. Aw. check some of these boxes. Um, all right. So that was our non-negotiables. Just a quick rundown of how it helps. So pretty much, it's just like setting boundaries, you know, for people to follow and show respect to you. Non-negotiables are also basically like, how do I say that? It's like the things that are important to you, you know. The yeah, things you that- gotta be careful with your
0: non-negotiables. Like I shared some stuff here that I said these are just turn-offs. Yeah, yeah. you get me. It's not like the end of the world. Like if mm-hmm. that's you get me, like it's I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people confuse boundaries and they become like this toxic controlling partner. Mm -hmm. And that's not how you should be, you know?
1: No, No. yeah. We want to be the furthest thing from fucking controlling first and foremost. With with the non-negotiable, it can be flexible. It doesn't have to be like solid. You have your things that you're absolutely 100 and and solid about. And you have things that you're like, "Mm, I can maybe bend this, but it has to be like, you know, you have to be willing to do it for you, like okay, if I want to bend this and it's no longer non-negotiable is because it's not it doesn't hold as much importance as other things, and that's going to happen because you know we go through changes you know we life changes, experience changes us there's plenty of reasons to why we no longer value the things we used to, you know you're constantly growing, so it's bound to change, so what you consider a boundary or a non-negotiable Fucking five years ago or even a year ago probably doesn't even matter to you now so that's okay to be on a spectrum but all in all having these helps you to you know prevent the stress the anxiety just give you a more fulfilling life because you are in control of like what it is you're willing to accept from what people give you all right so to end off according to good things are going to come.com. These, these oh, .coms. Right. Um, how to create non-negotiables. So it says that creating non-negotiables is a powerful way to establish boundaries and prioritize what's important in your life. Non-negotiables can help you Avoid burnout and ensure you're living a fulfilling life that aligns with your values. To get started, consider breaking your non-negotiables into categories such as jobs, relationships, self-care, and more. However, be flexible with your non-negotiables. Non-negotiables are personal values that help you establish boundaries and prioritize what's important in your life. However, as life changes, so does your priorities. What once was a non-negotiable may no longer be realistic or sustainable in our current circumstances. That's why it's essential to be flexible and adjust our non-negotiables to reflect our changing lives. Boom, drops mics. I was just saying that. I agree with that 100%.
0: Because I've definitely done a, done a non-negotiables list like back in the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I feel like things have changed.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I'm more open-minded to things. Like, yeah. I was very strict with certain things.
1: I feel like even... As we, have like, throughout our relationship, like, we've not changed or, like, that you've changed, but you've been more, like, accepting or, like, um, lenient with things. Where you're like, all right, that doesn't have to be end-all, be-all. Maybe in another situation or in the event, like, in your experience with other people, it was necessary to have that boundary or that non-negotiable. Where... You know, you may carry it over into a a new relationship and realize this isn't necessary for this relationship with this person. So it's okay to be a little flexible, but no one to be stern and fucking headstrong about it and no one to just be like, all right, this could be bent a little bit. Right. (laughs) Let's
0: get into the family meeting. Number one, stupid question, LOL. But how can I get my Virgo ex-girlfriend back? That was a question.
1: Ooh, You can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> you, listen, you need to plan a whole.
0: A whole she- outing.
1: Yeah. A, like whole, a shebang. whole shebang. <laughs> you might as well get her a ring and just accept the fact that she's going to say no. Um, no, I don't want to be an asshole. We're not all stubborn. Only the the ones that are, you know the late virgos don't play with me (laughs) (laughs) um i i don't know listen um, as long as you ain't do no nutty buddy shady ass shit uh i don't know just keep trying to hit her up show her that you're serious you try and get her back i really don't know really depends on that person and what that looks like for them but um i do you know believe in trying just to say that you did try Not even just to say, but just so you know, I tried my best and it still didn't work out. So it's just not meant to be. All right, next question. I have been with my girlfriend
0: for almost four years and we U-Hauled within the first year of us dating. My girlfriend doesn't have too many friends. And later on, I found out that she was using Bumble BFF and messaging other girls and kept it a secret from me. I confronted her about it and she said she just wanted to make some new friends and she deleted the app to avoid any more drama. I have always encouraged her to make more friends but she lost my trust when she started using Bumble BFF without giving me a heads up. We decided to go on a break. After our break I found DMs from a guy she went on a date with while we were on a break. How do I bring this up to her?
1: You just bring it up. There's no subtle subtle way. I understand like obviously there you you need to come up with a time and a place because there is a time and place to have certain conversations if you know how your your partner is going to react like if you know that they're you know they could be absurd sometimes and like you know obviously you want to pick the right environment at least, but speak the fuck
0: up. So what does she say? She she says, I was looking through your phone and I saw these DMs from a guy.
1: If that's what you did.
0: Because that's what she did. So, if that's okay. what you did, then yeah. No, but then the argument's going to be like, you was looking, so you you was looking okay, through Okay, but that's phone. a deflection. That's phone. a
1: deflection. That's not, we could argue, we, at the end of the day, if you are going to argue, you are going to argue. I understand wanting to avoid the argument, but regardless, it's going to bring up the argument. Because now the question is going to be, well, how did you know? How the fuck else would she know? Yeah, I was looking through your phone. Uh, okay. So it's still going to be the conversation that you went through my phone. But that's the problem. Like, that's not the argument here.
0: The argument here is what happened in this break? Like, I thought we was on a break where we were working on ourselves <laughs> mm-hmm. and not dating other people. Because that's yeah. what I think about a break.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't agree
0: with them because of things like this.
1: Because mm-hmm. it's like people... Have you taken a break before? I feel like we've...
0: No, never. Okay. But I feel like it just, I just don't believe in them.
1: Mm. Mm. If we work on something, we can work, we can work deci- on it together.
0: Like, granted, this is a, de- a decision that they both decided on, but it's like, I guess you had to be clear with what it meant to be on a break.
1: It- I'm about to say, I think a break can be essential at some point uh-huh. in your relationship. Yeah. Um. Just to, Maybe get space from one another, but like you said, that has to come with boundaries, and it has to come with like this is what I expect, and what you know I want to happen. There's always this
0: one person who. But, but that's just, why you
1: have to have the conversation. There's always because people have who different expectations or like different ideas of what that means to them.
0: Yeah. So there's always gonna be somebody who's gonna be like doing whatever they want, and there's mm-hmm. gonna be
1: somebody who's gonna be like, "Well, I thought it was a break. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was like a working on yourself break. break. Like, not let's the other they people. I fucking hate that." And that's why you need to talk about it. You need to fucking set your expectations of what you want from this break and what this break means to you. But all in all, she took a a, she went on a date with a guy you saw in her DMs. You want to know how the hell to bring it up to her? I'm sorry, I'm getting all, like, aggressive. Because you know what? I'm tired of being the one that holds my motherfucking tongue. I've been in situations where I didn't say shit out of fear of starting an argument or the fact that, you know... I went through your phone, so now it's gonna be an argument because now this is a privacy issue. And it's like, I've always been a person where it's got flipped onto me. And that's when I learned to keep my mouth shut. But fuck that. Fucking say what you want. However, you wanna present it to her. Regardless, it's gonna be an argument. I don't want to say regardless is going to be an argument, but there's going to be the issue that you went through her phone. When the real fucking issue is, you went on a date in between our break. Now, I want to understand at what point when we agreed to this break that we agreed that we were dating or open to seeing other people. Because that's where where the confusion kicks in. Yeah. Because if that's the case, like, can we take another break? Because I'm going to go and get my... That's being toxic. Let me stop.
0: And I also feel like the whole downloading another app to like make friends is questionable too. Because it's like you was playing games even before you went on a date with this guy. You were messaging other people trying to be friends but then it's like But is that Bumble BFF I'm about to say is that because of does, the stigma does, with
1: Bumble BFF it, is that
0: No, It it truly doesn't matter what app it is. I don't care what app it is. It's just like Because I've heard Bumble BFF, people use that to also date. It's not just to make friends. So it's like it's the intention behind it and then not communicating with your partner that you made this. And
1: then they found out like tragic because now you look bad. But then how Um, does that look if you use Instagram? It's an app you already have. It's a social app. You're meeting friends. I met somebody on Instagram. I've been messaging somebody on Instagram. We're going to hang out.
0: I think it really depends. And I feel like we can't even put ourselves in this situation because we get messages from listeners sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, hard to... I don't know. Like, where did this come from? Who's this girl who just started following you? How did you guys meet? Did you guys meet in person? And then you started following each other? Like, it's like, is she gay? Is she straight? Like, what is it? So it's hard. Um, And then I also wonder, is she mad because it's, like, is she even more upset because it's a guy or do you think that doesn't matter because that's a big thing for the people who are bi like it's like a lot of a lot of lesbians thought they buy people because of this example
1: i ain't gonna laugh in the event i mean i ain't gonna lie I'm like laugh in the event that we were to split and i saw you with a guy i'm crying, you're crying. out of laughter you're crying laughing yeah. yes why like crying laughing because guys because. listen to this absolutely, so, and you know what you're funny? welcome, what's funny you're welcome if you if you if you get the opportunity right, if you get the chance in life to mate with my lady here, um, but I'm fucking <laughs> laughing because you. It's it's just one of those things where it's just like, mm. It's it will be hypocritical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had the audacity to talk all this shit. And yet okay. there she is. Some guys are attractive.
0: Yeah. That's that's I thing. Don't fucking doubt that's it. That's the thing. That's 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 the thing. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm gonna go date a guy. Are you crazy? That's what I'm saying. I just now, like- to I- act.
1: <laughs> That's what it sounds like. They're attractive. That's what it sounds like. Girl, even you be like, they can't. I do. I be, I have no problem complimenting, complimenting guys. If you pop in, my man, I'm going to tell you you pop in. I'm going, i listen, if you look good, you look good. Um, But, but, but I'm good. But them, they're tragic. I don't want to say they all tragic. Not all. I had dated an R.A. individual, and I just knew that it wasn't for me. Well, if it's still for you, baby, do what you got to do. Nah, but, I I mean, there's definitely
0: some hurt behind the fact that it was a guy. For sure. (laughs) Which is problematic, too. Because then I would... If I was in her shoes, I'd be like, ooh, let me find out. I don't know. Like, that I wasn't giving you something... That you were missing, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, that you have to go find some guy. Yeah. Oof. Um, but yeah, like JoJo said, just bring it up. There's not. There's gonna be no easy way to bring it up. Obviously, it's the way that you deliver things and and like your tone. But like, no matter what you say, they're gonna be upset that you went through their phone or whatever the case is.
1: And you gotta think about like how was how how is your partner as a person? Like, do you think that they would have no problem bringing it up?
0: Oh, true. Like if the roles were reversed, how would they do that? All right. So this last family meeting is kind of like a follow-up from our previous episode where somebody talked about how they felt like something was missing in a sense and they wanted to kind of like just have more fun. They were in a relationship though. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of just giving us an update on their question before.
1: Yeah. They said, hey, besties, I feel like she's the one, but I just, her partner is the one, but I just miss what Jojo said. I miss that freedom feeling. It's not like I want an open relationship, but it's more like I want a party before we have babies and before we get married. In some ways, I miss being single and doing whatever crazy shit I feel like. And ooh, whatever crazy shit, I feel like I need a break, but I know that that's not something healthy. I don't know. Just think that if I'm going to spend my life with a person I truly love, I can't be thinking about this. So should I do something about it? Or is it just a phase? By the way, when I start my podcast, I'll let you know. Hell yeah. Let us know for sure. But yeah, like she said, this was a a follow up. Um, Basically, she just felt like she was kinda in a space where she feels like she's missing out on her young single life, not that they wanna be single, but just how do they shake that feeling of like like they pretty much said just having fun and doing whatever the hell they wanted without as I said, without the responsibility of thinking of another um i i mean it's it's worth having the conversation. Um, I think that if you explain that to your partner, um, in hopes that they're willing to be understanding of it, um, maybe you guys could work something out, whether you guys end up taking that break or maybe find a way where you can do it together. Um, I don't know. I'm. I really don't know. It could just be a phase. Um, if I were to come to you and say some shit like this,
0: what would you say? Th- what would you think? Like, oh my god, I need to have fun and like just live my life and like do whatever the fuck I want. Be like, you need, what's you need? what's,
1: what's what whatever you want? the fuck you want? Cause I'm down. See, you can't tell me nothing because I feel like i'm likely to be down okay so it really depends on her partner yeah it really depends on your partner now if i was
0: to come to you and say that shit you would be like bye i was gonna say then you need to be single because it just sounds like you want to do single stuff like what is it that you miss because i feel like we already live a crazy life what do you want Mm -hmm. what do you want to do threesomes what do you want to do drugs (laughs) what is it she
1: said drugs are you having a midlife crisis no, like no, that doesn't mean a midlife crisis. No, people just kind of miss the version of themselves that they were. And it doesn't always have to associate with the sh- nutty, buddy, shitty things. You know, it doesn't have to be associated with being with other people or getting into, you know, it's just doing what you want. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Would you be able to do a threesome? <sighs> <I'm> done. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it for our very long episode. <laughs> this, I think this one exceeded any You're lying. one that we, we have did. have had guests unless on an yeah. hour and a half. Um, but yeah, we've been putting out polls on Spotify. Oh, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not sure if it shows up on, um, Apple too or other platforms, but do look into that when you go to listen to it and you look at our descriptions and stuff. Just make sure you kind of scroll through because there's, you know, comments you can leave on these episodes. We actually put out questions asking for your feedback, um, while also putting out polls to have some, you know, interactiveness. You know, we wanna be interactive with you guys, uh, in the best way possible. So just look out for that and be sure like, you know, you Get into it. Yeah. Show us some love. Give us your feedback. And that's, that's that. Thank you so much for
0: listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Deuce, deuce, mother goose.